0: Hi, I'm Keith Allen and I play Murphy on Z Nation and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Yeah. all. What up to the One Up Gaming One up gaming is behind me Let me get in beast mode If you wanna try me You don't need a cheat code Cunte is who I be to you It's Mr. Hero Legendary adversary flows considerably I'm a super saiyan, I got dragon balls, I wouldn't lie You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing out. put me on the map, one-up game is who I'm talking about I'm the rapping master chief, epic to say the least Contain the hero, better etch that in your memory And so the one-up game and for the show out Come take the hero, is really gonna show out
1: Hi, David here, want a gaming quick go through this week's podcast. So yeah. The one again podcast, episode three hundred and fifty-five. Um again, please buy Joe Dowling's book, Four Quarters, Arcade, Owner, Co Owner, whatever you wanna call him, but his book is called The Outrunners. It's available on the I guess everywhere. It's like you can even if you're subscribed to the um, is it the Amazon is it Amazon Prime not Amazon, Kindle, what's the Kindle is it Amazon Kindle we can, you you pay like £10 a month and you get like access to books within your subscription I think it's on that Kindle service so if you're on there just search Joe Dowling and the Outrunners uh, just email him where you got the idea from and we will say thank you well, we won't i'm sure he will he's a nice guy so one up gaming back again please visit the website oneupgaming.co.uk and um, please subscribe to us on youtube so just um bell like share all that stuff on our youtube sort of channel uh we have the game displayed music which is our album it's available now to buy to stream and all the profits and, actually I say all the profits, 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play Charity, I don't know what I'm talking about this week, Um, I won't mention the, I won't mention this because I'm not sure if it's back up and running yet, but when it is back up and running, buy our, our first 100 podcasts from audiobooksontape.com I will just mention that we still have the Evercade Interplay Collection 2 to give away Um, please just on any of our videos just leave the comment Evercade and subscribe to the YouTube channel and we'll give this away UK only please but we'll give this away and I will say that we still have the Turtle Beach Recon 70s to give away we have given away the Recon 50s and that is thank you to Ben Hart Uh, we've sent that away now so you should get that soon please like the headphones, headset, whatever they are and send us a picture, we'll put it up in our Twitter tweet, tweet, tweeter? I don't know what they call them we'll put it up so people can see you smiling with your new headphones so yeah, these ones again just go into any video, subscribe to us and put Recon 70 is the v- title, and we'll give these away, again UK only, it'd be expensive to send out in the post, that sort of thing, that's what I'm thinking. So that is the intro to episode 355 of the Warrant Game podcast, we will have a quick break and we'll come back with the games we've been playing this week. Hey well my name's uh, Chris Wilkins, I'm responsible for producing the History of Ocean book which came out at the end of last year.
0: And I'm one of the organisers on our Revival event, which is taking place on the 9th and 10th of August at Dunstall Park in Wolverhampton. And I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hello Andy, this is Colin. I want not be able to get in at
1: I'm sweating, not I'm sweating, not Back again, David here, One Up Gaming, episode 355 of the One Up Game Podcast. The game's been playing this week. We had a quick go at the Street Fighter 6 demo. Okay. I loved Street Fighter 2, I loved Street Fighter 2 Turbo, I loved Super Street Fighter 2 I liked Street Fighter 3 I liked a couple of the 3D Street Fighter Elf Alpha. the Alpha Street Fighter, oh, what the hell are they called? No, it's gone, completely gone Another one made by Capcom, they were made by Takara, Is it Takara? The 3D... Ooh, I'm going to have to Google this when I get off this Anyway, they were alright And Street Fighter 4 was like a reboot of the series and it was immense. I loved that game so much. Street Fighter 5, because it was exclusive to the PlayStation 4, I was Team Xbox and I never played it on the PlayStation. Um, I think I've got it now. I've got PlayStation 5 and I think, it was it it, it one of the free games? I can't remember. I'm sure I've got Street Fighter 5 now. Anyway, Street Fighter 6. It's back on Xbox. I downloaded the demo on the Xbox Series X and I never played the match, sort of like the one-on-one V match things. I did the create your own character, running around the open world and pick fights with people. I loved it. I really did, I really loved it, I, I liked the idea of that, going into Metro City, combining the Final Fight sort of series into the Street Fighter series more and more now, and I just thought it looked amazing, it played well, I liked the idea of creating more characters, getting, yeah, it was just good, I'd recommend it, I will buy it someday, sometime, over the rainbow, but at this moment in time, the demo's all I had and I had a quick go and I loved it really did, really good little game um eating a bit of my dinner still I don't know what it was, something a bit crunchy anyway, we played the original Layers of Fear game from 2016, just because of the new game coming out and I played it and it was like it's okay it's a very simple game, I guess it was made in Unity so I remember back in uh, 20 years ago Unity was the engine to use and now it's basically made for mobile games so 2016 a Unity game and it was alright wasn't exactly the best the puzzles were very simplistic very not thoughtful just yeah but we did play the Layers of Fear 2023 version and Again, I will say a lot of it is very simple, uh, very not thoughtful, very similar to the original. Little bits have changed. Biggest thing to change is the fact they've now using the Unreal Engine 5, and they're using a lot of the night technology, the lumins technology, all this stuff. So there's a lot more light, shadow, that type of thing in the game, and it looks stunning. The graphical detail might not be as high as what I thought it was going to be but the game still plays well, it looks nice. They've added more backstory to some of the game and I was enjoying it, I really did. Um, It's not amazing or anything like that but it's a nice little game. So, Layers of Fear 2023, I think it's much better than the first one. Uh, It's quite cheap I believe it is, it's not exactly the most, it's about $70 so give laser fear a quick try if you like a little bit of murder, mystery, horror, that sort of thing light dark, It's I love the psychedelic stuff where you're walking through and the sort of the, the black and white pictures turn into full colour sort of stuff, really good uh, next game ziggurat ziggurat I don't know, it's a old school looking First person shooter, fast, fluid, I I loved it, I really like this sort of game, Um, not as story heavy or deep, it's just fast paced, shooty shooty bang bangs, and I really enjoyed my time with it, Um, more of a magical sort of style, you have like magic on your hands, but yeah, it's, it's a good game, it's cheap, it's really cheap, I think they've announced a sequel coming soon, so I wonder how that will go. But yeah, it's a good little game, I recommend this one, it's nice. I played Omega Strikers. only played this because it was on the free-to-play sort of thing, so I'll just give it a quick go. It reminds me of, like, an air hockey-style table. And you sort of, like, send your sort of football plays into the ball and it ricochets off and bounces and things. It was very basic, very rudimental, but once you get online, because this is basically like an online only sort of game, well, training's not online, but you get what I mean, it's like a multiplayer online game, and I could see that, yeah, I could actually get quite into this, it's not bad, it doesn't look great, but it's not a bad game, and there's enough football there to make you know what you're playing and yeah it's not graphically amazing but it does it's job Um, next game Tetris Beat now I will admit I played this and it was saying oh it's a mixture of Tetris and beats and music and all this, it's Tetris. I wouldn't be able to tell you if it played any different from any other Tetris I love Tetris the last one that came out the one that was like from the Res Infinite team um, which was more psychedelic looking with the backgrounds floating around and stuff this one's much more like a tetris game on the i think it was on the apple arcade and it's good i just didn't like the control scheme i couldn't work out that sometimes you press the slide because i slide slide and down to go down sometimes you do it and it goes not where you want it to go and it's just a little bit fiddly but the last game that we played this week was The War of the Monsters. And this is a game on the PS2. And it's a full 3D game. I think it's made by is it Insomniac. Is it Insomniac? I can't remember. I, don't, I can't remember. Uh, anyway, it plays like a very similar game to like a Power Stone, but a lot more bigger open world. And you play as big, humongous, 50 feet monsters fighting against each other. So, I think of Godzilla, King Kong. Not names, but it's like, it's a big lizard. It's a big monkey. It's like a robot. It's, you know, it's those sort of tropes in these games. It plays very much like the Neo Geo... Oh, God, was it King of the Monsters? Very similar to that sort of game, but like full 3D now. So, that is... Very good. It's a very good little game. I enjoyed it running around, jumping up buildings, jumping on people, killing things, eating people, get power. Good game. And we will just sort of say, we have been playing with the Boostroid app. and got that back fully up and running. And, yeah, hopefully you guys have been doing Boostroid challenge. So there's like those three games to get that free games available. I did a video last week, I think, or the week before, just promoting it. Um... I will just say I'm very late to the party, but I did manage to watch the end of the Walking Dead series, so I've now watched that complete, so now I can start moving on to the other series in the franchise, Um, it was alright, nothing great, and we have got reviews on the website, so like Formula One, uh, can't think of anything else, Zelda, (laughs) but we have got some reviews up on the website, we've got a new weekly series of stuff. So we've got ride. we've got the Witches Best, we've got Retro Thursday, we've got the podcast on a Friday, we've got the games played this week on a Saturday, and we've got the weekly news on a Sunday. And I think we do the top 40s on a Monday, so that's the full weekly stuff every week. Um, so yeah, hopefully you're enjoying this and you can subscribe to us and just watch a few more of our series. So again, me, David, Want Gaming, 355. I'll have a quick break and we'll come back with this week's news. Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Per Rocket, an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash And we're back, still me David, still 1Up Gaming, still episode 355 of the 1Up Game podcast. Going to go through some news this week, but I do have a couple of things to show you. I'll show you one thing now, I'll show you one thing right now, and that my friends is this, I don't know how well you can see it, um, but this is a part of our new range of t-shirts, I don't know if anyone remembers old 1980s TV, TV movies, but it's a reference to Flight of the Navigator. So this, it's not a print, it's actually embroidered. So a bit of embroidery there. So, really nice. I think it's about £12. So check out our Etsy store, I think it's on. Um, so just go to Etsy and search one up gaming all one word and find us, flight in the navigator mint movie, brilliant sort of series, I'll show you one more t-shirt and this is more more gaming more related to us, but we do have a Ridge Racer t-shirt which I quite enjoy the style of and as an easter egg at the back it does have our little one up gaming logo on the back but that is our Ridge Racer OEG t-shirt. I think that one's about £12 again. So it's not too bad. Not expensive. Not too bad. Oh, Grab these. Um, while I'm here, i stretching behind me. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and just write Recon70 for a chance to win these Turtle Beach Recon70 headphones. UK only, but we will do our best to get those sent out ASAP. So this week we're going to go with a bit of news, and we have got Ubisoft boss wishes he'd waited for Nintendo Switch Two to release Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Don't know why. I think it's doing quite well, um, but basically they're saying that regards to Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope on the Nintendo Switch, wish he'd waited for the console successor. Speaking to gbiz Uh, Ubisoft CEO Yves Gilmott says Spires of Hope would have performed would have likely performed better if it had not released on the same platform as the first game given their similar gameplay experiences well make a better game then Uh, we already released the Mario Rabbids game on switch so by doing another one uh, two similar experiences on the one machine on the Nintendo games like this never die there are 25 Mario games on switch Nintendo has advertised that it's better to do one irritation, iteration on each machine. We were a bit too early. We should have waited for the next console. Because you can play a great game and we think it will last for 10 years because we will update it with new machine that will come in the future. Blah, blah, blah. What do you guys think? Do you think that they should have waited for the Nintendo Switch 2? Or do you reckon that they were just... um? greedy and a good game is a good game no matter what console or system that it was released on um, I mean I do understand but at the same time you can't just not release a game for 10 years just to wait for the next machine uh, I mean that's what Nintendo does I guess they make like a Mario Kart they make a Mario game the make a Zelda game and then they wait till the next console and they do it again so we will move to the next bit of news and that my friends is Jonathan Majors gets an August trial date after appearing in court for the first time. Um, so he's going to go on trial on August the 3rd for domestic violent charges. Uh, blah, 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 blah. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Majors appears in New York criminal court on August, no, June 20th to hear the misdemeanor, charges of assault uh, and harassment against him and to have the August the 3rd tr- trial date set, Is arrested in March 25th under charges of strangulation, assault and harassment after a domestic dispute with a 30 year old woman, uh, should we just not really talk about all these things until the trials are all sort of done, um, don't like talking about bits and bobs until you know it's either yes he was that or no he wasn't that, um, but I guess we'll move into the <clears throat> next little bit of news that we've got, and that one is Marvel artists David Mack and Alex Maleev uh, celebrated in gorgeous new art books. So David Mack and Alex Maleev, uh, two artists synonymous with Marvel comics, never heard of them. Especially thanks to their retrospective contributions to the Daredevil franchise. A bit of Daredevil. Fittingly, Mack and Maleev are the first two artists to be spotlighted in a series of lavish art books from Marvel and Clover Press. Uh, IGN can exclusively reveal that many gorgeous pages, including in the Marvel app of David Mack. Check them out in this gallery below. I'm not gonna. But, uh, does it say when the art book is coming on? Oh, you can view the Kickstarter campaign here. Uh, I wish I'd have known it wasn't a Kickstarter. Uh, I don't like to promote Kickstarter stuff until things are done. Um, I did have a new story for the Nintendo Direct for this week, but I'm going to move on from that one. Because that's already happened, and I'll talk about some of the stuff that's been in that show later. So we'll move straight into the next bit of news, and that's Kojima is deeply innovated. Deeply involved in the Death Stranding movie, Uh, as reported by Games Radar, Kojima took to Twitter below to reveal the long list of departments he will be involved with for the Death Stranding film adaptation. Just to be clear I am deeply involved in producing, supervising, plotting, look, design and content of the film adaptation of Death Stranding, just not in charge of directing, Kojima said. Uh, The award winning game director has been shy about sharing his desire to work in films Hasn't been shy about wanting to work in films. Um, game creator, seventy percent of my body is made of movies. Ready's Twitter bio, for example. Many fans therefore expected Death Stranding film to be his first foray into film directing. I wouldn't, because it's a massive game. It's a massive franchise. It's a massive movie. And to get someone to be your first ever director, I think that would be scary. It really would. Maybe a co-director so he could get his fingers into the pies and stuff. But, I don't know. So, next bit of news. The Ghost of Shoshima movie director looking at ways to expand further into the sequels and TV. So, the John Wick F- Chapter 4 director, Chad Stahalaski has given an update on his Ghost of Shoshima? Shish- film saying the team... Al- is looking for ways to expand it beyond the single movie into sequels and TV spin-offs. Uh, discussed how you transform the story of a video game that's dozens of hours long into a film and tease that Sony's perhaps thinking about more than a single bout to the single sc- screen. Um, I don't know, would you rather have like a really nice, fresh, fast action movie start to finish, ends how it should end, or would you rather see the director try and... Get more out of it and more into the next sort of things. Um, I'm not sure how I would like... I think I would like just a one and done movie. I'm not 100% sure in all these. Um, Getting into the franchise and making things keep going and going and going. But anyway. Linda Hamilton joins the Stranger Things season 5 cast. Um, So Stranger Things just added a very big actor to the final season. Linda Hamilton, best known to be Sarah Connor in The Terminator, Terminator 2 and The Terminator Dark Fate, is joining the cast for Season 5. It was announced during today's uh, Tundum livestream. I don't know what tundem is. Um, it's un- undeniably a huge get for Stranger Things, which has nab- nabbed some major stars of the 80s in the past. There, ob- there's obviously Winona Ryder, who is a member of the cast, as uh, Joyce Byers. But the show has also featured full metal jacket star Matthew Mordeen, Freddie Crew actor Robert England, was it Robert England in it? The Goonies breakout Sean Ashton, and the Princess Bride Kerry Elwes, No idea. And Maddie U star Paul Reiser. I, I liked Paul Reiser. He was in Aliens. He got killed. Um, Stranger Things has to be nearing the 90s by now. Hamilton, who truly became an action icon. In James Cameron's 1991 classic Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Makes a lot of sense. Plus with season 4 finale. Basically tearing up a giant showdown with uh, Vecna. I was going to say Veng, I don't know. The Hawkins crew is going to need some muscle. I don't know. We'll keep it at that. Um, I did like Stranger Things. I thought it was a really good little thing. Um, And then... cracked sorry a lot of neck problems really hurts um we'll go into the next bit of news and that is xbox series x and game pass are about to get a little more expensive they're about to increase the series x and game pass in a statement sent out to the outlet carrie perez the head of communications at xbox confirmed the price hikes Microsoft will increase the price of its high-end ninth console, 9th generation console, the Xbox Series X beginning in August 1st. The Verge notes that the pricing will impact most countries, not including the US, explaining that the cost of an Xbox Series X will be $47999 in the UK, $549 yeah, across most of the European markets, $650 in America in Canada and for oh God, nearly $800 in Australia. Important to note that the Series S will remain at the same price of $299 in the US for the 512 and $350 for the 1TB model. However the price of Xbox Game Pass will increase in all c- countries with a service beginning July 6th, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will now cost $16.99, a $2 increase and regular Xbox Game Pass will now cost $10, $1 that's not too bad, is it? However, the price of PC Game Pass will remain at 9 a month. This is the first time that Microsoft has announced an increase uh, since it launched in 2017. Now it's not entirely surprising considering Xbox boss Phil Spencer mentioned last October the price of Xbox hardware and Game Pass would go up at some point. We've held our prices for consoles for many years and have adjusted the prices to reflect the competitive c- conditions in each market. So... There we go. Xbox getting a little bit more expensive, so we'll see how how we sort of how that happens in the future. We'll see. Uh, I'm not too bothered about the two dollar price increase for the actual um, service. It's not that bad. It's a really good service. But next bit of news: Amazon sued by the FTC for allegedly tricking customers into signing up for Prime. Um, In a complaint filed today, the FTC accused Amazon of knowingly duping millions of customers into signing up for Amazon Prime. More specifically, the FTC elaborated on how Amazon used dark patterns that tricked customers into automatically renewing a subscription to Prime. Noting that during the checkout process, the company made it difficult for customers to locate the button to finish purchasing an item in their cart. In many cases, the option to purchase items on Amazon without subscribing to Prime was more difficult for customers to look at. In some cases, the button presented to customers to complete their transaction did not clearly state that in choosing the option they were also agreeing to join Prime for a recurring subscription. I think this kind of thing happens all over. I really think that the Xbox and the Playstation do this sort of thing to get you onto their service. Oh get this free thing there in really small print somewhere. You also get a rolling contract, um, but I don't know. So we will move on to the next bit of news. I think I'm sweating like hell now. Um, this room is so hot. No window open. Middle of the day. Lights all around me. It's quite funky. Um, anyway, we'll get back onto the news. Um, <clears throat> so an ex. An industry expert calls Flash box office debut a disaster for DC. Speaking to Variety, an anonymous industry veteran, well, don't be anonymous, say who you are, Dick, who worked on many major film campaigns said The Flash should be opening at $120 million domestic after it opened at a feeble $55 million. This is an unmitigated disaster, they added. This is because DC Studios' 2023 release schedule, which includes Shazam 2, The Flash, Blue Beetle and Aquaman 2 is estimated by experts speaking to Variety to cost between 1.1 billion and 1.2 billion in production and marketing leaving the remaining two films with a lot to catch up. The Flash premiered on June 15th and is therefore due another few weeks at the box office though its recent competition in the likes is in the likes of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has completely outperformed it so far. The sequel opened at 120.5 million and even in its second week Earns more than the Flash's debut with 55.42 million in its of its own. There has certainly been a lot of conversation about the Flash, however handled by the wealth of cameos, has been deemed by some as odd and offensive. Ah, oh, shut up! I'm not going to go into it. I've not seen it yet. Uh, I don't really go to the cinema that much, um, so I'll watch it when I can watch it. I. Have seen what did I watch? Oh, the new Little Mermaid movie. It was okay. It was weird. It was but it was okay. It wasn't what I would say great. If you haven't seen the original, it's alright. If you've seen the original, why do you need to watch this one? Original's perfect. Anyway, next bit of news. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. A brand new 2D Mario revealed at the Nintendo Direct. So during um, the Nintendo Direct the game is coming out on October 20th. Wonder features a new elephant power up, local multiplayer, talking flowers, and playable daisy. The central mechanic this time around appears to be the new uh, Wonder Flowers, where touching one can completely change the way the world looks and plays. The ground can start moving, a herd of sheep may appear, Mario can stretch into an extremely tall version of himself, or you might transform into something different. So. Just wondering, are any of you guys excited for the, the new 2D Mario game or is it just Nintendo drip feeding games that they know will sell? I'm not sure. Um, I'm not a massive Nintendo fan so I wasn't massively hyped for that reveal. It was, I wasn't expecting it but it wasn't you know, a good thing in my opinion. So we'll move to the next sort of game that was re- revealed. And I bet everyone knows what this was going to be. But, Super Mario RPG Remake announced during Nintendo Direct. Um, So it's going to remake the beloved SNES game, Super Mario RPG. So it's going to have brand new graphics and launches November 17th, 23. Uh, So it was originally released on the Super Nintendo. Super Mario RPG has been overhauled with new graphics. Join Mario, Bowser, Princess, Peach and the original characters, Molo and Geno. In, a, in an RPG filled with twists, turns and treasure, Mario must team up with his allies and, f- uh, his allies and face down a menacing force known as the Smithy Gan- Gang in order to recover 7 stars and repair the Star Road. So it looked alright, it just looks a bit more, how do you say this without sounding disrespectful, it kind of looked like a mobile game. You know, that sort of the sheen to it, the graphical style it just looked like a mobile. I don't know. Uh, right, and then we'll click on this last bit of news that I've got. Um, I'm still sweating. I'm still sweating. I'm really, I'm really sorry, guys. Um, and then the last bit of news is oh, the FTC. Xbox making Starfield and Redfall exclusive powerful evidence against the Activision Blizzard merger. Microsoft actions following its acquisition of ZeniMax and Bethesda is powerful evidence in favor of preventing the company's purchase of Activision Blizzard, the Federal Trade Commission said in a new filing ahead of the upcoming showdown over the agency's request for a pre-injunction. year. Last week the FTC requested a restraining order temporarily blocking the sixty eight point seven billion deal ahead of a hearing beginning on june twenty second. Leading up to this week's hearing, Microsoft Activision and the FTC were unable no were able to submit options of the matter on the matter. In the FTC document, the agency pointed to Microsoft's willingness to make games Xbox exclusive in its argument against the acquisition. Defendants put great stock in Microsoft concerns about infuriating gamers infuriating w- if it were to foreclose rivals access to Activision content but those same concerns did not stop the ZeniMax decision the options read in parts but I'm going to stop this recording thing Um. but for me the, the difference is Starfield and Redfall they, it's not as if it's um, Starfield 16 and all the games were on PlayStation before that. It's like a brand new game and a brand new franchise that they were making, and that's for me is perfect to be an exclusive on a new console. If it was a game that was like mid, and it's been always on PlayStation, then that's different. And people might say, "Well, what about the Elder Scrolls?" Well, <clears throat> the Elder Scrolls Three was originally on the Xbox, and it wasn't on the PlayStation 2. So there's arguments there to say that the actual Xbox, it should be, sorry, it's basically if it was originally on that system. Um, but we'll just have a quick look into this week's top 40. Hi, I'm Matt Capp, the lead artist on uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth and the creator of Castle of Darkness, and I listen to the 1UP podcast. Mm-hmm. Again, David here, 1UP Gaming. am going to have a quick look at the top 40 for this week of the UK um, top 40 sales for games and all that malark. So, <clears throat> here we go. Number 40, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Number 39, Grand Theft Auto, The Trilogy, The Definitive Edition. 38, Park Beyond. 37, Splatoon 3. 36, Lego, Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga. 35, uh, Super Mario Odyssey 34, Lego 2K Drive 33, Crash Bandicoot N-Sane Trilogy 32, Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury 31, Just Dance 2023 Edition number 30, New Super Mario Bros U Deluxe number 29, Pokemon Legends Arcarus 28, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales 27, WWE 2K23 26, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 25, 30 in one Game Collection Volume 1 I have never heard of this game Uh, 24, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle 23, Gran Turismo 7 22, Dead Island 2 21, Pokemon Scarlet 20, Kirby in the Forgotten Land 19, Mario Party Superstars 18, Resident Evil 4 17, Pokemon Violet 16, Nintendo Switch Sports 15, Animal Crossing New Horizons 14 for Spoken, 13 Saints Row, 12 Grand Theft Auto 5, 11 Minecraft, 10 Street Fighter 6, 9 S- I say Super but it's Star Wars Jedi Survivor, number eight FIFA 23, number seven Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, number six Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, number five Hogwarts Legacy, number four God of War Ragnarok, number three Diablo 4, number two 123 23. And still at number one, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and that is thanks to the Games Press and the GfK Entertainment Software Charts all formats. And thank you for that. So that is the top forty, and we will just say thank you all for watching. It's been me, David, One Up Gaming. And please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. And please go to our Patreon site, which is 1UpGaming. No, it's not. It's patreoncom O U G. And you can buy t-shirts and hats and the other stuff that we showed. Um oh I'll grab another one. So t-shirts and hats that we showed from our either go to our store page on our YouTube channel and we got some other things on our Etsy store and we have this one. I love this one so much. It is the just the Sega Rally logo and the picture of the cars. And I believe that one's about 11 pounds. It's it's not much, but I love that so much, I do love that. And I probably love it so much because I've got the tattoo there, I'm just weird. Um But yeah, so go to there, buy the stuff. Um please, game inspired music available now by stream. 20% of each sale will go to the Charles Play Charity. I'll skip over the audiobooks dot audiobooks. <clears throat> Audiobooks on tape.com, and hopefully, he's feeling better. Um, we're on Facebook, just search 1UP Gaming. We're on YouTube, so please subscribe, follow, follow, um, bell, share, like, comment, anything like that. If you want this Recon 70 headset from Turtle Beach, just like and, like and subscribe um, any of our videos on the YouTube channel and just put the Recon70 as the comment and we'll have a look at giving that away UK only though uh, please follow us on Twitch which is twitch.tv slash Official. we're on Twitter so it's at OUG and if you want to email us it's contact at one uk. and if you're listening to us on a podcast then please subscribe to us follow us and leave positive reviews and five stars and all that stuff it really helps it really does so it's me david one up gaming thank you so much for watching the 355th 355th podcast from one up gaming thank you goodbye
0: go baby, go baby, go baby. I love you I love you you go you because you let them know that you the they hate because you at the club improving it And so they choosing it Too late cause now they using it Can't wait from how you doing it I know that they pursuing it You will kindly tell them now my baby's here to watch me go And for him I put on a show You just blessed to be here so My baby goes, goes on my body rolls on, on I tell her hold, hold on We we close on Been on it so, so long Yes. You know yes. that I love myself. So go, go now, go now, go now, go now, go, oh girl, baby, go now, go now. I love when you go for me. I love when you go for me. I love when you go for me. Say, I love when you go for me. I love when you go for me. I me. I love when you go for me. Say, I love me. when you go for me. I tell my baby go, but she's not even going, though. It's the trust I haven't heard. Tell that's what you say to her. Yeah, I'm feeling kind of slick. I'm loving how I swim in it. No, I'm not taming her. The only one engraving it. Sign is still right from her lips. You need to know that she's my miss. Treat her like a treasure, though. I never want to let her go. I keep her riding my heart she will forever be I do this, so she'll never see Life with me no misery You deserve the world my queen Yeah I'm back down on one knee A boy to a man that you have seen No matter who wrong is you and me I'm coming for you baby So we can stay happy I'm trying to work so hard For you and me Go baby go now Go baby go now. for me, you go for me, girl, you go for go me, girl, you. Girl, you, go girl, you, go for me, say, I love you, you go for say, me, you go for me. me. Say, my baby so sad. bad, she can get it so bad. sad, that she loves me, no that, I'ma hug it so sad. sad, sad, you looking so, so mad, it I know you that. Then Next know. time you should check the go ring. Point. I know that one's a throwback. Yeah. I know you see her flashing yeah. it, especially when she dicks I'm rubbing on and grabbing hey. it. I tell my girl, go, hey. go ahead, and go, hey. go now.